Hi everyone, it's just Suzanne again. I'm hopeful for next year, which is really <laughs> like in, in a, what is it, next week? Not next week, but the week after. In two weeks, I hope that my dear friend Saji, I'll, I'll be able to be better organized and um, bring Saji back for these uh, COPE LAC podcasts. But today for the last one, the last session of this current class, this last session of LAC one this year, it's just me, sorry. Um, so I'll do my disclaimer, my views and opinions, well, they're my own and they no way reflect the views and opinions of the TCU and UNT Health Sense. Gosh, I can't even say it today, it's a sign. Anyway, you know what I mean. Um, well, today is the last one. The focus is end of year assessment and thinking about transitioning, transitioning relationships, closing things out, doing some summative assessment. Um, thank you so much for your for your time, for your attention, for teaching our students during a challenging time. Without you and your clinics and your patients and your communities, there is no experience for our students. This whole grand idea, it wouldn't work. It, it doesn't go, it stops flying. So thank you very much. Um, if you're wondering what's next for my LAC1 student, well, um, in the next couple of weeks, they'll finish up with phase one. They'll have a big test, uh, not, I think not next week, but I think the week after a big old test. And then I think they have some time off and then they'll be returning, uh, and they'll be thinking about some hospital medicine time. So they have a transitions course, which is led by uh, Whitney Lefevre, um, and it's it's a hospital, um, it's a, like a transition to LAC2, essentially, to the phase two experience, where now your student, if you are continuing as a phase two preceptor, either as their IM clerkship or FM clerkship preceptor, um, your student will also be having experiences like weekly experiences with OBGYN and neurology and surgery and, and psychiatry and pediatrics. So it greatly expands um, their clinical time. So like I was saying, they have their last session with you. They finish up the first year. They have a big test. They have some time off. They come back for a couple weeks, I think, a couple weeks of this transitions. And then they go to the hospital. And so they have like a month doing IM adult inpatient medicine. And then they'll have um, some general surgery in the hospital time, some pediatric in the hospital time, and some labor and delivery time. So a lot of very good hospital immersion. And then they'll have a Thanksgiving break time. And then they'll come back with you, hopefully, for most, they'll come back with you and start their clerkship during the week of the 29th of November, so after Thanksgiving. And the difference is um, you'll have now a new, a new clerkship director. It won't be me. I'm just hanging out in phase one forever with first-year medical students. It won't be with me. Um, I don't think you'll be doing this. You know, you won't have to listen to this podcast anymore. Yay. Um, but... Or maybe, or maybe you think yay, but you know, I think oh. Um, but um, your clerkship director, the the person who will be your point of contact for FM, will be Whitney Lefevre. And for I am, I'm not sure. I don't know. 
I've asked, um, I think they're, they're hiring someone. Saji is focusing, going to be focusing on clinical skills and then her other clinical, her clinical stuff. Um, so she is uh, no longer the IM clerkship director, um, but still will very much be a presence and force in um, the medical school as the, um, as the associate uh, clinical skills director. So that being said, um, that's what will be happening with your students. And if you are um, also taking a new LAC1 student, they've already started medical school. Next week, I'll be uh, having a chance to talk with them in person. And um, some preceptors actually will also be leading some small groups with them. And then we'll, uh, we'll welcome them on the week of August 2nd um, for most. So the train keeps rolling. I feel like <laughs> maybe I've used the train thing before. Life is like a train and it just keeps rolling. So we'll keep this train rolling. Um, here's what you're going to see in Skills Eval for this final session to close it out. Um, number one, I hope uh, that the student can reflect on their patient panel and discuss with you how to communicate their plans for involvement in their care. Um, I'd like the student to contact the panel patient and inform them of, of their plans. Um, so hopefully there's a little time for them to call them and to close it out if they're not returning to your clinic or just to let them know, hey, I'll be back in November, but I won't be coming here for a little while. Um, number two, I want uh, the student to reflect on a patient experience that was meaningful to them and describe it, context characteristics, and, and what they learned from it um, with you. Um, and then finally, it'd be great if they could describe a clinical experience that needed improvement so they could think about things that, that didn't go great. Like this could include a patient experience or an interaction with a family member who was with the patient, conversation with another member of the healthcare team. You know, they can also describe the context and characteristics and kind of what they took away from it. So those are, you know, hopefully some things that you can talk about as you give summative feedback and debrief the year. I recognize that may not happen, you know, it, it may not, but, um, you know, hopefully it does. There's some reflection uh, about the year. So um, like I've said, uh, for the last few podcasts, you know, now that we're at the end, again, it's a great time to consider where your students at and to really for you guys to reflect on where were they when they showed up? You know, were they just, you know, mostly wanting to hang back and observe or they raring to go to start to, you know, to gather the history and stuff? Where did they start and, and where are they now? Um, and then, of course, can they gather a history, number one. Can they perform a basic physical exam? Can they organize information in both written and oral formats? Can they synthesize subjective and, and objective findings of an encounter to identify a main problem, start to begin a differential and uh, begin to address things? So um, I tell you what, as I, as I reflect on what's gone on this year and last year, a challenging year, a deeply challenging year for me personally, um, a challenging year just 
uh, superficially as you look at COVID and kind of bringing learners into your clinics. Again, a humongous thank you for that. That I know is not easy and a very heavy lift. Um, you know, I think this year really helped me, helped really crystallize or cement what is important for this first year early learning course or early clinical learner course. I I think when I when I um, started a couple of years ago, I was still very much stuck in um, GME world and kind of still thinking more in terms of the manager, you know, the student is manager, because that's, you know, that's where that's where I live mostly in GME resident education. I'm having tons of discussions about, you know, um, looking for how residents develop and defend plans of care, essentially, that's kind of where I live in GME. And so this year really helped me kind of differentiate what is the difference for these learners, even a more advanced medical student, someone who's doing their sub-I or their clerkship, maybe late clerkship, you know, you're, I know that you're probably, and I probably focus a lot on that AMP, that medical decision-making piece, the differential, and, you know, what's the evidence for this decision? But, you know, this year and seeing the whole course through, I realized, um, you know, I, of course, I had it always, it's a foundational skills course, but I don't know, it, it, re it really didn't sink in until this year and kind of what's important. So um, this was really helpful for me uh, despite all of the challenges. And it was great to get through the whole course in its entirety. So I really appreciated experiencing that. I really loved um, the narrative uh, medicine involvement. I know this is something that preceptors really didn't get to see that much of, but I this, this whole emphasis on communication um, and, you know, the method of communication, the skill of communication in the medical school, I, I, I am a real firm believer that's, we are on point with that emphasis. So um, it was nice to see their narrative writing. And I'm still trying to think of a way to really get the narrative writing out to you, the preceptors, who those who are interested, because it's really rich and cool. And they think about you and their experiences with you a ton, like all the time. They're excited about those things. It's they're they're really excited when what they're learning in um, MHD, which is mechanisms of health and disease, which is basic science. Um, they really are excited when there's some connection in their brain between what they did in their in their like um, content application, their case based learning, and then wow, they're actually seeing that wow, this is some of the stuff they can use and really do use when they're at the point of care with you. So. Um, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, I have to say after now experiencing two years of just being a cheerleader for continuity and panel patient, but not really knowing how it goes. Now I have in my mind some rough data for when people truly connect with continuity. And I'm, a, I'm now, I am now an absolute believer. I was a firm believer before, but I am an absolute believer in just a tremendous importance of really encouraging engagement of the student in the care of one or two patients. This, I think, really is a game changer. It helps people um, think, uh, I think, think um, less, yeah, well, think more actively um, about that one person. I think the experiences are so rich. And so I'm now, I'm, I'm a, a, a now um, even, even more, I feel that this idea of panel patient continuity is, is tremendously important um, in their development, in their professional formation. 
and in their, you know, in even their medical knowledge. So that was really great to see this year. Um, so anyway, as I reflect on things, um, I'm, I'm really grateful to be here at this point and then ready to go forth. So um, I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse, but at end of year, I am looking for your narrative comments. I really, please don't make me chase you. I please don't make me make me write more email or text you. So um, you can um, provide these specific comments, opportunities to improve growth, how to do with feedback. Do you have any concerns around professionalism and do you think they've passed? Um, please respond to that. You can respond to the email that I just sent. Um, the skills of Al text, if you like it that way, it'll come. But, oh, this is the worst part of the whole gig is my chasing people, you know, for those comments. So please, please, if you're, if you're about a third of the course, about, a, about 30% uh, of you listen to this, listen to me rant here so far. If you're listening, at least 30%, I won't have to chase down um, those end of year assessments. So that's on the email. I think that's it, my friends. Um, what do I hope for next year? I think some more contact, you know, some more connection. I think this has been for me, I've, I have felt tremendously disconnected from a lot of things. Um, I, I don't get me wrong. I am really uh, grateful and um, I am very fortunate. Um, one could say I'm very blessed um, um, personally in so many ways. Um, but I, I, you know, don't want to deny that I felt pretty disconnected from a lot of things, kind of in survival mode on many levels. And um, I'm not going to lie. I think with this whole COVID stuff, I was so hopeful about vaccination and and here we are in kind of a state with the lowest, some of the lower vaccination rates and with this, you know, a lot of coronavirus circulating in the community and, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big downer. Um, but I'm still, I'm still hopeful <laughs> that, you know, maybe a whole bunch of Texas will have a change of heart and get vaccinated and then we'll put the kibosh on this pandemic. Um, but anyway, I'm hopeful for more connection this coming year and uh, maybe hope to connect with you. It was great to see some on the um, kickoff sessions we had uh, virtually. And um, yeah, let me know if you have any suggestions for stuff, if you want to collaborate on things. There are good opportunities to present the work here. Um, and I feel like uh, I missed an opportunity to present at Click. Click is this consortium of, of longitudinal integrated clerkships. So Google that, um, but they have a conference every year, typically in great places. This year it's virtual, of course. Um, you know, there are other medical school student conferences or medical ed, um, UME, undergraduate medical education conferences that I am frankly, you know, a novice at. Um, but I think, you know, this is part of the fun stuff is like describing, being descriptive about the work that we're doing. And then, you know, perhaps um, being qualitative or quantitative in some efforts. Um, but, you know, that's that's part of the fun, the fun part. So um, if you are interested in any of this, I'm interested in kind of looking at, you know, I think panel in terms of um, 
you know, how this impacts the experience or continuity, student continuity with patients, I think is an interesting thing to look at. I think um, this narrative stuff is also pretty interesting. Like uh, you could get very qualitative on themes and how how these themes kind of reflect a, a progression. It might be something interesting. Um, but again, it, it's just nice to get together with a, with a bunch of nerds who are interested in really adult learning, developing great colleagues, um, great colleagues for the now and for the future. And, you know, um, ultimately, maybe we'll get to go to some fun places and have coffee. I don't know. It's a dream. So that's it, my friends. This is the concluder for um, the class of 24 LAC1 session 17. Again, 8 billion thank yous. And that's it. Bye.